Everyone had a great <laughs> weekend. I hope you enjoyed all the wrestling that was out there. This is your girl Ray Day with the AK Bang Bang. You know, take it over for clutch. Um, the person laughing. Oh, no, <laughs> the good brother. <laughs> oh my God, Duck. Oh, listen. But I will say, bro, when I first cut my hair, my biggest fear was that I was going to look like Ahmed Johnson when he went to WCW. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> let me <laughs> talk to you. I was looking like I really want to know you. <laughs> With the T bone. He <laughs> went from Ahmed Johnson to T bone. <laughs> Oh God, Blicky Anderson, how are you today? Jesus. I'm, uh, I'm here. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. Just here. That, that is amazing. We also got the chef who's better than everyone in the East or the West. Pat Lee, how are you doing? Is this what, like a week, two weeks married? Clap it up. Your boy is now known as Mr. Lee, according to Mrs. Lee, and that's right. I'm freshly married, back from Vegas, back to annoy my podcast public. Hope y'all doing well. Hope Rainy hasn't, you know, been killing your eardrums with the songs, but you know, I'm back now. We're gonna put a stop to all. Hater, you mad? You mad? Don't do that. People love me, okay? Yeah, yeah. The audience. Yeah. What? The hearing impaired. The hearing impaired. Why you gotta be a hater? Once we need closed caption for the podcast. Wow. Okay, Pat. Wow. That's the title. (laughs) Wow. I'm gonna let Pat live. You know, he's been married for uh, two weeks. I got that picture saved of you crying, so you keep trying me. Have a lot of memes created. You know what? I'll speak in that picture right now. When you got a good black woman, she's gonna make you cry no matter what. Because you know where the tears come from? Happiness. Oh, man. I got that video. That's, that video still will be a soundbite one day. Yo. But I, I, for right now, I'm going to let him live, man. But nah, I ain't going to do that to him, man. It was a beautiful moment, man. We like seeing black men be joyous out here. Yes. It was beautiful. I teared up a little bit, too. I was like, look at Pat. For Russian. a life, nope. He was like, come on, let's go. Let's, I'm trying to marry her. Don't be all these extra words. I saw y'all here, Pat. But everyone knows we have we had what was the crown jewel this past week and a lot of news that was out. Um, so let's kind of start with crown jewel. What do you guys think? Did you guys enjoy it? Let's let's talk about the elephant in the room, okay? The whole Ray Mysterio and the Paul brother supposedly saving him. Um. What what is your guys' opinion on that situation? 
Because I feel like people are really hyping it up, in my opinion. I could be wrong, but I'm not. Now, I was going to say just real quick, um, I'm actually for the fact that Logan Paul won the match. I'm, I think it will definitely be more eyes on a product. And for people who really don't think that it will, I can understand why you would think that. But I was I peruse uh, Instagram a lot and I do happen to follow Logan Paul. And I looked at the post that he made when he celebrated winning the belt. And I looked at all the celebrities who looked at the post, who liked the post, who shared the post or whatever. And some of those names include but aren't limited to Meg The Stallion, Kevin Hart. And I want to say Cardi B. Those are all three big names. Two of them showed interest in wanting to be in Philly for WrestleMania. And we all know Kevin Hart is Kevin Hart. He's going to be in Philly also. So to me, that just opens up the eyes to the public of the WWE in different ways. Now, I can get why people wouldn't want Logan Paul to win because he's a part-timer. But he did say he's one of those people who, if he's invested in a project or if he's given an opportunity, he puts 110% into it. So I do think he will take this opportunity seriously. But my only downside is that that makes another part-time champion in WWE. And I don't know. I feel like it's one thing to have the world champion be part-time because, you know, that's the world champion. You know, it should be a special occasion. But when you don't have that champion on your uh, roster, you need to have the second belt defended more often. So essentially you're telling us that Logan Paul is either going to be on SmackDown more frequently which if he is, then it kind of risks the whole... It, it's a risk of exposing him because he's still new to the business and it's good to put him in matches once mm-hmm. in a book, but now you're going to have to see him every single week. Or you're going to see Logan Paul every now and then, and then the only belts that you'll really be able to see on SmackDown would be the Women's Championship and occasionally the tag titles. So mm-hmm. it, it leaves a lot of questions to be answered. Like I said, I am for him winning as long as it elevates the belt and brings some eyes to the WWE product. But I'm just hoping that he is on the show more. And if he is on the show more, he don't necessarily have to wrestle every single week, but show up and do promos that, you know, show, show that you're interested. That's my take. That's fair. Yeah. I just want the same reason, you know, just him being a part-timer is something I don't really like. Um, Hopefully, that just means he'll be around more to actually bring something to this title. Uh, him also, like him saving Mysterio, I think a lot of people making it a big deal because he's only been doing this, what, two, three years. So to, you know, so to do something, you know what I'm saying, like that, it just shows how, how, how well you're taking your crap serious or... You know that you have an eye and know what you're doing. You're being, you know, you're you're you know what you're doing. So I think that's what a lot of people are kind of celebrating because he is a part timer. He's only been doing this for like a year, I mean, like three years or something like that. So I get it. Um, congrats to him. I just want to see what's up with him. Hopefully, you know, he does something great with it. If not, you know, it's whatever. Uh, as far as belts are concerned, as far as part timers are concerned, um. I'm not against people waiting or people not being around. Uh, WCW days, like, the champion only worked one time in ring. or But they was always around, either cutting a promo or just there cooling. Um, 
I'm not against people not being there or the champion not being there, only being there like maybe two, two, two days out of the out of the month or whatever. That's fine. But at least do something. I'm also mm-hmm. not like if you're going to do it, at least build a story around it. It's kind of annoying, like with this, at least to me, like with this LA night situation. Like Roman popping up was cool. You know what I'm saying? They had a conversation. They talked. You know what I'm saying? That was cool. He was around again before, you know, uh, Crown Jewel. But it still just felt like it kind of just happened. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, Roman shows up. In LA night. Yeah. Now we got got a title match. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's cool. (laughs) I'm I'm not trying to knock it, but it's Mm-hmm. It's so quick. There's no real build behind it. So I'm all for a part-timer if you're going to build a story around it and try to keep the story going. At least it's just, just like I, like the best example of that is when Bray Wyatt basically was promoing by himself against The Undertaker. And he basically kept you interested in something that was going to, like a match that was going to happen that you know, the Undertaker wasn't always around for or didn't speak on. So like that, like that is what I mean. Like build the story up, even if the champ ain't there. Make it interesting somehow. Just don't be like, hi, I'm the champ. And somebody come up, I want to fight. Let's go. Like, uh, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's cool, I guess. Yeah, I agree. So let's pivot into We'll go back about crown jewels in a second. Let's actually pivot into the whole part-time champion. Um, you both briefly talked about it. I'm actually against it. Um, I feel like if I feel like it's hmm, how can I word this? I feel like if you're gonna hold the title, you're gonna have to actually show that, hey, I should be holding this hat over. My problem with it is that I remember Becky Lynch talked about how she had more title defenses than Rhea or the same amount in the same exact time that she's been uh, the title holder. Okay, so then what are you doing with the title? Honestly, let's be honest. Rhea doesn't need the title at this point. She's already over with the whole mommy thing, which is a problem in and of itself, but we're not going to talk about that. I feel like people are coming out to see people wrestle, right? They're going to want to see the main people wrestle. They're going to want to see these defenses happen. And I'm not saying, yo, every week you got to be out there, you got to play John Cena. If you want to come and wrestle me, you can do it because I'm John Cena and I got the love of the fans on my side. No one's asking you to do that, okay? No one's saying you come be Superman, Batman. Every time someone has a crap or help, you're running out and getting it. What I'm saying is I think that there should be more title defenses at this point. There also, here's a flip side, a certain someone that fought everyone on the damn roster ain't no one left for him to wrestle. And I think everyone knows what I'm talking about. Drew McIntyre. I'm kidding. Drew, I hope. I love you. Just, I'm just letting you know that, Drew. You're amazing. But there's no one left for him. It's no one for Roman Reigns to wrestle at this point. So what do you do in this sense? And also, mm, 
last few title defenses have been a little lukewarm in my opinion. Um, so I just feel like certain. I understand you wanting to change, you know, the or want to create like new defenses and break new records, but it's getting stale. How long is too long for someone just to hold a title and they do absolutely nothing with it? Um, I think when it's not interesting anymore is when it's too long. Because again, you can do it, but if it's not interesting, there's no story being built around it. It's kind of just like, what's the point? Like, the thing about the Roman thing is that, like, it's like, at least for me, it's uh, I'm on either side of it. And what I mean is, mm-hmm. like, I can see that maybe WrestleMania all this ends, right, for him. WrestleMania. Uh, and it's like, well, at this point, it's a race to see who's going to be the one to do it. Solo is getting kind of built up right now. You have the Usos who split and doing their own thing. Jimmy doing one thing, Jay doing another. Then you got Cody still in the picture because he want to finish the fight. So it's like you don't know where it's going to go or where it's going to end. Because at this point, like I'm not saying bloodline dismembered, but it, it it's no real bloodline anymore. It's just Solo, the wise man, and then like Jimmy doing Jimmy. But um, mm-hmm. we just, I think once it becomes boring and you're, nothing is happening around it and nobody's really talking about it and there's no real story, then it's kind of like, man, whatever. To it. At least to me. They're going to throw in a whole, they're going to pivot and Paul Heyman's going to actually win the belt. Who said Paul Heyman? Paul Heyman, yes. He's going to be a title holder for... 12 minutes. I want, I really do want Paul Heyman to hold the belt. I think that'll be the funniest shit ever. That would be. That would be the most randomest thing I've ever seen. He just gets beat up and somehow just manages to just pin people. <laughs> Jeez, Out of nowhere, bro. They throw him over like, bro, you ain't gonna do nothing. They both knocked out on the ground, right? Here come Paul Heyman. He pins Roman. One, two, three. He gets the belt. And then he just, because he ain't going to run, he just speed walks out of there. <laughs> Holding up the title. Oh, that would be a, I wish WWE went back to doing dumb shit like that, bro. But anyway, <laughs> Pat, your opinion on the halftime championship. I know you spoke, uh, spoke about it a little bit when it came to the Paul brother. Yeah, um, just kind of talking about, since we're mentioning Roman specifically, um, as a fan of Roman Reigns, I personally feel, I'm speaking from the fan perspective first and then from the opposite side. So as a fan, I actually am fine with him being the champ for as long as need be. I do kind of feel like the story is telling of Roman as this villain who once was somewhat humble, and then once he became the tri- tribal chief, he just started feeling himself a bit too much. So it made him like to be like this ultimate villain. And for like someone to build this legacy of, like you said, beating everybody to the point where like there's no one really to challenge him left, you need 
you need a strong face to beat him. Like L.A. Knight is a strong baby face. Don't get me wrong, but he's still kind of heelish, if that makes sense. So it almost would be like, even though it it you know made sense for the movie, if Iron Man and Thanos were to fight, because while Iron while um I'll, I'll compare L.A. Knight to Iron Man, like you're still a good guy, you're still on you know the good side, but you still look out for yourself. And that's not somebody whose character kind of aligns to fight Roman. You need somebody kind of like Cody, who is like, the kids love him. You know, he's like the quote unquote white bread baby face. Like he's the good guy. He's the one who looks out for other people. Like he's the the hero to Roman's villain. The problem is that this storyline has gone to the point where if Roman loses the belt now, WrestleMania doesn't make sense. And this is their 40th WrestleMania, so they kind of have no choice but to keep the belt on him. You know, as Duck said, as long as it's interesting. Now, I also feel like as much as Roman has done over the past three years as the Tribal Chief, and the fact that, you know, he initially took time off because of his health, this is probably going to be the the very last storyline you see Roman Reigns in. This will probably be the very last match you'll see him in. Once he loses the belt, because realistically, where do you go from there? You know, you can still have good feuds and still have good matches, you know, every now and then. But ultimately, your legacy would end with, you know, you being the greatest champ of the modern era. So they kind of have to keep that ball rolling with that. Um, I do feel I can understand why people are kind of tired of it, because they do want to see, you know, more championship defenses. And I get it. But to my counter for that is, look at the cha- we'll use we'll use Becky Lynch as an example. Yeah, Becky, you did have more memorable defenses. You had more defenses than Roman and Rhea. But even when you were defending the belt, people were still talking about the other two more than they were talking about Becky. Same thing as Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins defends his belt pretty much every other Monday. Cool. But people talk about his challenges more than they talk about his reign. And they talk about Roman more than his reign. Sometimes you do... I do want to see a champ that has a lot of defenses. But I feel like the impact and the legacy of the reign is more telling than, oh, this person was on Raw this week and defended the belt. And they're defending again next week. Like, it still doesn't mean the same. Yeah, I don't need them to defend the belt. Like, they can defend it once. I just need to see something happen. You know what I'm saying? And, like, because, like, again, WCW, they defended that belt one time a month, unless it was some weird, special, oh, this dude wants to show off. We're going to have an all-match on WCW Monday Nitro. Like, all right. Like, that was rare that it happened. But, you know. It happened, but I'm not looking for that. I just want to see something being built. I just want to see the story. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, like, I agree. Like, I don't think that he's going to lose it until WrestleMania. He's put in work so he can be part-time, which is perfectly fine. Like, I won't deny that for nobody. That man has at least at least everybody. Like, some people won't agree. I'm not going to say no names. But like he's put in work for three <laughs> years. As, again, say the name. Say no name. You say the name. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you. Wow. Wow. But, 
That's uh, crazy. In, in my line, though. You kind of are. Because I love, I don't understand. I love Roman as much as the next person. I no, like the, we're not saying that you don't love him. We're talking about his reign and reign only. It's been boring. This last little stretch has been boring as dog shit. Okay. This last stretch. Okay, I'll I'll give you that. I'm not saying I don't think it was boring. It's it's getting slowing down. I wouldn't say it's boring to me, but I'll give you that. I'll give you that. That's that's a fair assessment. I'll give you that. But I swear before this little last track, he was talking ish back in another land that we once used to occupy that we will not say that name again. <laughs> but um yeah. No, I, I'm I just wanna see and I agree, like there are some people who defended way more and there's no significance behind it. Becky's been out here defending it, and it's like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Seth has been doing his thing. When it comes to Seth, I got something to say, but I'll leave it alone. When when we get to that Seth match, I got something to say. That's all. All right, so let's go through. Let's make this a little bit. Mm, Okay, let's talk about the Roman versus LA Knight. I know, Duck, you spoke on it briefly. But overall, what, how do you guys think that went? First of all, I kind of felt and knew that LA Knight wasn't winning this match. Facts. But <laughs> I from that perspective, my perspective was more so how would the crowd react to him being in the main event? How would he handle himself at, as a main eventer? Like, that's what this whole feud to me has been about, is they're building him as that next star, but we're going to give him a big platform to showcase what he can do. And... I personally feel like as far as like the promos for this feud, as far as like the one-upsmanship, LA Knight got the best of Roman this whole entire feud. Of course, you know, he lost the match, but like the segment where Roman, you know, came through with his entrance and he interrupted his entrance. He sat at the head of the table. He had like a lot of bars. Like he told them the only bloodline that you'll be seeing will be running down the middle of your face. Like he's he's showing that he can handle himself in the, in the mic. And I feel like that's what this whole entire feud has been about. I do kind of hope, and being that Triple H is in charge of full creative, even if LA Knight doesn't win the world championship, give him the U.S. championship or give him the Intercontinental Championship. Like, make it old school where, you know, they win that belt first, they hold it for a while, and then they move on to the next belt. And then when he wins the big belt, it means more. But, yeah, like I said, you know, we knew he wasn't going to win the match, but I just wanted to see how he'd handle himself in the main event. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay, it was, oh, sorry. It was cool. Go ahead, oh, my bad. I was gonna say, uh, I enjoyed it, it was cool. Um, it was a good match. I, I'll be honest, I didn't really watch it all the way through only because I knew who would win. Uh, not to be a douche or nothing, it's just I, I knew who would win. I knew that Jimmy and old boy was gonna come out and like clockwork that happened. So I skimmed through the match. Um, but from what I did see, I did enjoy. I agree with Pat. I do think this was a way to build up the next superstars. Um, especially if if 
because we don't know for sure if, you know, Roman has having health issues or he's going to that point where he's willing, he wants to go do movies or whatever he wants to do with his career or just take a break. Um, I think that's, it's perfect. Um, yeah, so I would, I, I enjoyed the match. Um, I, I do think there's a bright future for him. I do agree, Pat. He definitely got the best of him with his zingers. Um, hmm. I somebody said they they saw they thought John Cena was going to come out and be healed. Where do we see that at? Was that was one me. of us. This, okay. Yeah, I said I. I, I thought okay, that, was that one of us? Yeah, it was the way they were building John Cena up, like being LA Knight's hype man. I thought, um, you know, especially after the outcome of his match with Solo, that he would come out and be like, you know what, you didn't earn your shot like I did, and then cross from the match. But that's just me fantasy booking. I mean, that would be nice. I'm not gonna hold you. That would have been dope, uh, especially because I feel like a quick sidebar question: Do we feel like there's somebody face wise that if John Cena did turn heel could take that spot? Now I'm not saying the level that John Cena is at, but as far as Taking that place to be that face that he was. Yeah, I'd say Cody would be that person. Like he's the only other wrestler, especially baby face, that actually goes out there and interacts with the kids like John Cena did. You know, he's all about, you know, giving back. He shows him up as like, you know, this hardworking, relatable person that, you know, just like his dad was. Like I feel like he could definitely be that baby face. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ray? I really don't know. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> it's getting past Ray's bedtime. <laughs> that, day, that daylight savings is hitting hard now. Pat, yeah. You got yeah. one more game, bro. I'm sick of you hash brown color motherfucker messing with me. Leave me alone. <laughs> The inside of a Pepsi bottle just caught me a hash brown looking motherfucker. Damn. Hey, yeah. Pepsi bottle. <laughs> a Pepsi bottle. Hey, yo. I, I don't even know what that means. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> what the fuck? What to say? Mean? Yo, not Pepsi out here sending out roast, bruh. <laughs> Go ahead, Ray. We're just going to move on to the next. Also, because it is already 9 o'clock. We spent the first, like, 20 minutes just BSing. Um, well, the next match. Take your no, time, Pastor. Take your time. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Siri. Damn. You so nosy. Every fucking time. I don't know what they're talking about. I'm not asking you, bitch. The next match is Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. What do you guys think of that match? Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Drew loses suck. I'm not going to hold it. It sucked. My issue stems from the simple fact that this man 
Seth Rollins genuinely must be some Joker slash Kryptonian because his back being hurt can't be normal, like a normal hurt back because it's no way. All right. Like, I get mm. what you're trying to do. Right? I, I get it. You're trying to do the whole, oh, look at me. I'm a baby face. I'm going to fight. And you're doing it better than Liv Morgan did it. But you can't, like, like at some point, like, this is starting to get unbelievable here. Shinsuke dog walked you, and you managed to beat him with a bad back. Drew McIntyre was like, I'm willing to break his back to be champion. And you still somehow managed to with a broke back beat <laughs> this guy. I'm gonna need you to stop lying about your back. I'm <laughs> really need you to stop lying about your back. Your back can't be hurt, bro. Your back can't hurt, bro. You're lying to us, all right? In 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 work, whatever. Your back ain't hurt, bro. My back hurts. All right. My back hurt. I can't do nothing. My back hurts. <laughs> You telling me I got a suplex him up with a hurt back? Ain't no way. Ain't no mm. way, boy. Ain't no goddamn way. In real life. <laughs> and taking bumps. Jumping off. And Drew got some weight on Seth, too. That's a big, meaty man. Pause. <laughs> no big, meaty man pumping meat. Yeah. Keep it going. I'm saying. Chill with the backstory, all right? Do you think it's Stop. actually true, or do you actually do you don't think it's actually true? I'm sure it's over romanticized. Like I'm sure he might have something with his back. I just don't. I wouldn't say that it's. It's probably one of those situations where he feels some pain in his back. I'm not gonna hold it. And, but it might be one of those things where he's having some back pain, but he can manage through the pain and wrestle. Like, it's not as bad as it's romanticized for story purpose. So that's what I personally think. Because if you're... We've all had a hurt back. Or, or our back was hurt. You Can y'all see you suplexing anybody when your back is hurt? I mean, if she if she you know she wants me to, yeah, cool. But hey, yo, Jesus whoa. I mean, listen, y'all. Hey, man, listen. My man said, "Perk back and all." I'm coming off the top rope on her. Call me super senior in that case. <laughs> do, 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 do. Here we go. No future. <laughs> I mean. When, when now nah, when Kuji's involved, you do get plus ten in durability, bro. Like the pain kind of goes away. <laughs> and then twelve hours later, you get a negative one hundred to that bitch. Y'all better stop playing, bro. Now, you and it's it worth it. Like? You know what it's, <laughs> it's like? actually worth it. Which is what you ever play an RPG and like you kill the boss, and then all of a sudden all his health just goes up, and he goes like two <laughs> levels above that. That's how that feels. <laughs> <laughs> it does, Bruh. Nah, it definitely does. But yeah, man, I um, that's that's my that's my that's how I feel about it. So, so fun fact, um, there was actually a rumor going around with uh, backstage that they were gonna take Vince McMahon's demon, no chance in hell, and give it to Drew McIntyre. 
because every time he fights for a belt, he's got no chance in hell. Hey, yo. So the next match is... No, 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 I'm actually going to give an opinion on that. I actually (laughs) was disappointed that Seth Rollins retained the belt, not because of the the back uh, angle. I actually believe he doesn't have a bad back. I think it's just like kayfabe. I felt like they were actually building Drew McIntyre to be this, you know, rogue, I'm an anti-hero, I'm going to do whatever I can to win type character. Cool. And I thought he would have did like Stone Cold did at WrestleMania 17 where he did whatever he could to get the belt. I actually feel bad for Drew. I don't know what they're going to do with him from here, but I'm hoping, you know, if it's a championship run, he gets it, you know, at least somewhat soon. I will say I am getting kind of sick of hearing him talk about, you know, the pandemic. Like, I, we get it. You didn't get to win the belt in front of a crowd. But that's not really an argument that you can keep forever. It's like saying, oh, I had a million dollar job and I lost it and I got working nine to five. Like, people with nine to fives don't really relate to you. You know what I mean? Like, tell a different story. Maybe that's been his problem. He hasn't told the story that people can't connect to anymore. Like, we all went, like Seth said last week, we all went through shit during a pandemic. Like, what makes you so special? You still want the belt? I so connect. I think it has, do you think they're, they're giving him this because they know that he was unhappy before and it's kind of like, you stepped out of your place. So this is kind of like a punishment to him for a little bit to be like, kind of be like, yo, you say that again, you're going to have no career after we're done with you type of thing. I don't think so. The only reason why, I say, if Vince were still like in any indication of like being in charge of the company, I would definitely say yeah. But I think given that Endeavor is trying to make WWE an actual business instead of the whole carnival act it was backstage some months and years ago, and plus, you know, with all the scandals they've been involved in and trying to like clean up certain things, so I don't think they would punish him by saying, oh, yeah, we're going to you know, have you out here and lose because you stepped out of place. Like I initially said, I really do think that they were trying to build Drew's character as this, you know, everything's been against me and I'm tired of doing the right thing and I don't give a shit anymore. I'm just going to go out there and kick yeah. ass when like, that's what I initially thought was going to happen with this character. Mm. Yeah. I'm just, I'm torn because I just feel like the fans still want him to win the champion. Everyone knows that he can actually hold the championship and he has the star power. Why are you not giving him anything? I feel like there has to be something going on backstage for him for him to consistently lose every step of the way. It's like, damn. Alejandro <laughs> from that damn uh, Demon Slayer. Every time he did something amazing, nope. Yeah. Now all the Demon Slayer fans are about to come for me. And I don't care oh. because y'all know I'm right. Listen, I just seen goddamn uh I just <laughs> okay. Wait, that's that's another conversation. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna go to the next uh match. If you want to just state what you were going to say, that oh, just basically, I I just seen 
what Sukuna looks like. And mm-hmm. I just want to say that's your king. That's your mm-hmm. king. Mm. We'll go off. Man. Sakuna looks like a lizard in half the face, and that bothers my black soul. He looks like Macho. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> Bro, he looks like he dead ass looks like <laughs> he, he dead ass looks like Macho, and I'm no, sitting here. Because first of all, okay, you know what? That's a whole conversation. We get distracted. I ain't, I, I ain't gonna finish my thought, yeah. Because I no, please finish nah, it. Finish please. it. That's a soundbite, right? All right, here. all right. So, because basically, right here's my thing, right? First of all, you Sakuna fans are already in love. Look, I gotta look at y'all with the side eye, man. I ain't saying that y'all is something or that y'all ain't something. I'm just saying I gotta look at y'all with the side eye, and what I mean is like. For those who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Jujutsu Kaisen, right? Long story, I'll just make it quick. Guy named Yuji finds a finger, eats said finger. Now he's possessed in the 16-year-old's body as Sukuna. Now, Sukuna possessed the 16-year-old boy, and when he turns to Sukuna or is Sukuna, he looks like Yuji, the 16-year-old boy in the 16-year-old body. Now, there are people who see this and be like, oh, Sakuna's so fine, but he's in a 16-year-old body, bro. Like, that's a little weird. But I'm going to let y'all rock. You know what I'm saying? Nah, don't y'all let like him rock. Nah, I'm not letting them rock, but I'm going to let y'all rock who do it. Yeah, I'm saying, it's a little, I got to look at y'all with the side eye, but hey, do y'all. Now, the fact that this dude... <laughs> It's just the fact that Machoke looks better as the, better than this dude is a problem. All right. Goddamn Sakuna got four arms, four eyes, and look ugly as hell. And you <laughs> tell me this is what y'all this, this this is what y'all sipping over? Nanami, I get. Toji, I get. I get all that. You know what I'm saying? I, I get Nanami, I get Gojo, I get Toji. They're above age. They're old men. No, Toji I'm, is a nasty I'm man. He don't I mean, shower. You're right. He don't but... That is important. No, y'all are thirsting over a filthy man. You lick his neck. That's all dirt coming off. You want dirt flavored? You want a dirt bro. flavored man? And it's nothing worse than sucking on a dirty neck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm saying too, bro. <laughs> Look. Look, I just had to say I don't understand Toji. He he don't brush his teeth on a regular basis, and he motherfucker don't bathe on a regular basis. That bothers me. But continue your point. All right, so basically, y'all simping for a dude that's in a sixty-year-old body that turns into just a lesser version of macho and this is what y'all been said before now i need y'all to come forward man i need y'all to take this sakuna l you know what i'm saying because there's no way like i get y'all like demons i get y'all you know i listen man y'all like demons y'all like monster fucking that's cool i'm i'm all with that you know what i'm saying like what you like you love it i like it you like it i love it whatever the saying is i'm not hating like i said i get toji i get gojo i get uh, anatomy, 
You know what I'm saying? I'm with all of that, man. I'm talking specifically to you, Sakuna Simpel. Is that y'all king? Is that y'all king? Mm. Four eyes, four arms, looking like a badly built roach. That's y'all king? <laughs> That's all. With the lizard skin. Mm-hmm. You, look. The Sakuna lovers are going to hate us. But it's the truth. Also, he just also don't ask me how what I know what a dirty neck tastes like. All right. Don't <laughs> ask me. All right. It that's, tastes that's, like dirt. Listen. Dirt. Listen. I've been around some interesting women. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, hold on. Pause. Wait. Before married. Before married. Before married. Rewind. Uh, I don't want to rewind. Married. We're gonna fast forward. We're go- we're not gonna <laughs> we're not <laughs> listen. Jesus. You out in the sun. Listen. All right. Go ahead. I'll leave it alone. No, you out in the sun. That's sweaty. That's not dirty. There's a difference. I'm talking about this man sleeping next to the bags of trash on the side of the road using a newspaper looking like uh, Squidward when he lost his motherfucking job in SpongeBob. I ain't ain't doing that, yo. I ain't messing with no no homeless... uh, I was going to say the the, the word. I ain't messing with no homeless. (laughs) All right. I'm just like, saying. Let's let's move on to the next match. Yeah. Oh Jesus. EO Sky versus Bianca Belair. Um good match. I wanted Bianca to win. Uh that didn't happen. Uh it's funny enough on the TikTok. I got <laughs> somebody clowning me talking about oof, this ain't age. I'm like Bianca gonna win and she lost. But um <laughs> Tari Sane is back, yo. I'm I'm happy. Like that's that's what's up. Yeah, same. I I I don't know. I did I I kind of didn't want Bianca to win the match only because I feel like if she won the belt again, then she's stuck, you know, with people fighting her for championship opportunities. And there's a bit there's bigger matches that she can have going forward towards uh WrestleMania season, like Jade Cargill eventually. Um her one on one with Charlotte, um, baby Kyrie saying, but yeah, I I don't think she needed the belt at all. I think she can kind of take a break from it and just focus on, you know, good feuds and matches for the time being, and she'll eventually win the belt again. But it was a good match. I'm glad to see Kyrie saying back. You know, it is interesting to see how that dynamic is, considering that Bailey was the reason why she was gone, and now she's back. It's like how Bailey's going to react to that. I'm just going to point out one thing that they keep doing this to Bianca whenever there's some type of uh, pay-per-view or something like that someone usually comes back during her matches she's being used to elevate other people was that a bad thing though? It's not necessarily a bad thing, but I can kind of see it as how anytime a black champion has a belt, Brock Lesnar is the one to defeat them. Because it'd be one thing if it was like, all right, you know, they're debuting in the match and that be it. Or they may show up and like challenge somebody. But it's usually either Bianca gets her ass kicked or in the case of when Becky came back, you just like embarrassed her in like 10 seconds and took her belt. Exactly. My problem. You got a point. You got a point. 
Yeah, just my problem is that it wouldn't be a big issue if she was further along in her career. I feel like she's still fairly new. Like, she's not, like, she's not on the level of Natalia, where, you know, she's a veteran in the game. You know, like, she had, well, when Natalia ever got the title. You know what I mean? Where she's seasoned, veteran. You know she's there to help build up new people, educate new people, but still have good matches along with. She's not there at her career. She's still climbing to the top. So why is it every time that she starts climbing up, you you use her to elevate that person to where she's trying to get to? You know what I mean? Or use it to give that person extra little bit of pop, extra, you know, some added new to it. That's only that's my only problem with it. Um, but Bailey's face was hilarious though. She looked like she saw a ghost. She looked like she saw herself with that old ass ponytail back in what 2016 when she rocking that side ponytail. She looked, yeah, she saw herself again. That was funny. I will give her that, but be they need to kind of put that on hold. I'm going to keep watching. I'm going to give it, like, I'm going to see how many more times she gets into these pay-per-views and this consistently, well, I, if it changes. You know what I mean? Because if this keeps constantly happening, then that's a major red flag. And uh, they need to address that. Okay, we're, we're getting somewhere. A few more. Okay. Rio versus Nia versus Raquel versus Shayna versus Zoe. Yeah. I, I was that, that, that could have been a raw match. I think the most impressive thing that I saw for that match was how strong um, Raquel Rodriguez is. But other than that, it was it was it was an okay match. It wasn't anything special. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I feel like Rhea is boring with the belt because she's part of Judgment Day. I feel like she either needs to be on her own with the belt or continue with Judgment Day. You know what I mean? I feel like Judgment Day makes their matches interesting. And when they're kind of by themselves, it's kind of like, well, more so for Rhea, it's kind of like, all they want to do is see her ass and get called mommy and watch her pin someone on their back. So, duck. Nah, I was just saying, like, is that what you said you want to see? What, Rhea pinning someone? I don't give a damn. What y'all think of her entrance? Oh, yo, low key, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm becoming a fan. <laughs> if she gets rid of that that white ass concealer and shit, I would enjoy her more. She looks better without. She looks better without that makeup. I hate her makeup. I hate that it's 14 shades lighter than the rest of her body. I hate that her face looked like you can put that shit in a Tim Burton film. I hate it. Hey, yo. I enjoy it. What did y'all think of her intro? I thought it was pretty cool. Like Me too. Especially knowing like, the history behind how women get suppressed in like Saudi Arabia. It was nice that you had men like standing beside her as she led the way. I thought that was kind of yeah. symbolic. That was uh that's what I, that's the first thing I thought of too when I seen it. I was like, yo, this is pretty dope right here, man. Like this was like a pretty guess. So I was like, yeah, she's gonna win. But I do agree. Oh my bad. Uh what you think, Ray? No, I completely agree. Go ahead, Duck. I was gonna say, but I do agree that match was uh 
mid at best. Like it was cool, but it wasn't that spectacular. And that's not because they're women. It's just because that match literally was like five minutes. It seemed like it was five minutes. Mm-hmm. And she also um, grew her hair out. Yeah, I seen it. Yo, she was out here looking like a mini Joker out here. I was going to say she looked like Dom, bro. They got hey, the yo. same hair length. Anyway, <laughs> we already touched on this a little bit. <laughs> also, like this, I, I've come across two people so far who keep saying that this girl doesn't have no muscles in the back, like the same pose. Like it's the like, I know somebody who works with me. Well, first person is the person in the group that we all know. The second person is uh, somebody who works with me, and he said the exact same thing. And I'm like, did she, she not know? just <laughs> okay. show? Did she? Did she not just powerbomb Nia Jax, bro? Like, like I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know what people want. They want her to be literally. No muscle, no fat, just ass and titties. That's all, because clearly that I, she could, I don't know. But then if, here's the thing. She gets any more muscle, they're going to be calling her a man. You know what? Y'all ugly. I'm sick of y'all. I can't, I can't talk about nobody with muscles, man. I'm built like Kirby, so. Mm, don't you dare. <laughs> I mean, listen. God, we're going to the next match. We already talked about a little bit Ray Mysterio versus Logan Paul. I'm gonna skip this one because we did talk about it at the beginning. All right, Adrenaline, so I love black people. Cody Rhodes versus Damian Priest. How did you guys like that match? Damian should have won. Good match, but Damian should have won. Mm. Pat, I. Thought it was a good match too. I disagree though. I felt like Cody should have won only because if Damien, I feel like usually what happens is, and this is usually in favor of or against, usually when you have like the money in the bank briefcase, they tend not to build up your momentum to kind of give the whole, oh shit, he's about to cash in and feel a little bit more impact. But that didn't really work with Austin Derry. So who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I definitely do feel like either the man could have won, but I feel like if they're going to build Cody to be the next like person to beat Roman, he has to have as many wins as he possibly can. From that point of view, I get it. Um, I I thought the same thing as well. I, the only reason why I said that it should be Priest is roughly for the same reasons, minus Roman. Just the idea of building up characters like first of all he got hold in trying to um do his cash in so that's an L Jen just to turn around and then take another L so that's two L's you took in one night and it sucks especially considering that you had help from all of the judgment day and still took an L so it's like damn like that would have been nice for you to have one even if y'all cheated that would have been nice for y'all to have one like at least a win for you like Rhea, you know what I'm saying? Rhea won for y'all, which she's the leader. Cool. Um, I do agree, but either man could win, it doesn't really matter to me. It was a good, great, awesome match. 
I just, I, I just like, because you see that they're trying to build this man up to be the next dude or to be one of the guys. So it would have been nice had he had that win. But, you know, like you said, like they're trying to, what if this, what if like just a little speculation, what if WrestleMania ends up being like, a? let me hold on, let me count everybody. Solo, Jimmy, J. Yeah, a, a fatal five way. So solo Jimmy J, then, Cody uh, and Roman. Cody Roman, and then Damian Priest comes and cashes it in. Oh, that would be great! That would, oh man, I didn't even think about Damian. But wait, no, is it? Would it have been a year already? No, he just oh. won that, right? He just won that like a few months ago. Okay, yeah. So yeah, like that would that would be a great way to do it. Like Roman loses, and then Damian cashes in on the winner of that match at WrestleMania. And he gets the fireworks display. That I think that would break the internet. <laughs> I think that would definitely be crazy. I think it would too. But I honestly think how Damien is going to cash it in might piss Ray off because I feel like Drew's going to get the chance one more time to fight for the belt. He's going to beat Seth. He's going to finally win that moment in front of the fans. And that's when the cash is going to happen. Mm. Adrenaline in your soul. You just <laughs> lost Cody Rhodes. Oh, God. Already. Let's see. Yes. Two more. No one really cares about. John Cena versus Solo. No, we care uh, about that match. That match. Oh. Good look for Solo. Very good look for Solo. Okay. That match. That match got people out here questioning if Cena retired. Like, that's how good it is. Yo, my man, Samoan. Samoan spiked the inch out of him, bro. I ain't mm-hmm. never seen a machine gun Samoan spike in my life, bro. It was like a Street Fighter. Got all my supers up, and I'm about to hit this combo on him to finish you off. Hey, bro. <laughs> right. You know where uh, E Honda, like, I don't know if he still do. I haven't played E Honda in a while, but like, he would grab your head and just do that little squeeze thing. Yeah. That's what it looked like just with the thumb. I'm like, yo, this is mean. I ain't never seen a thumb look so dangerous in my life, bro. <laughs> that was a perfect way to make Solo a star. Like, Cena, yeah, Cena's lost a lot of matches, but, and I brought this up in the group, too. I feel like this is the difference between making a star under Triple H and making a star under Vince because Cena, Solo, uh, Austin Theory, and John Cena. Two basically the same match, two different opponents, and two different outcomes. The whole premise was to get them over as the next big thing. Uh, Derry won at WrestleMania and he got nowhere with that. But yeah, Solo beat Cena, and just the way he finished them and the whole storyline behind it, it means more. Like, had that been a WrestleMania moment for Solo, I can guarantee we'd be seeing Solo in the main event picture a lot more. Which I think they're probably going to go that route now because, like, we've been alluding to for a while. Like, Solo is the next head of the table, I feel. And yeah. it's only a matter hmm. of time before, like, he starts to realize, you know what? I've been doing your dirty work. I've been beating the people. Well, I've been fighting people off for you. Maybe I should be the head of the table. Maybe I should be the champ. Remember, um, I don't, I don't know if we ever talked about it, but there was a theory. 
that basically that was what's going to happen. Like Solo is there under the orders of all the other prior chiefs. And when he get the word to take Roman out and that's when it's going to happen. But I think if that does happen, I think that's when you will start seeing everything starts coming to an end. Like, yeah, so you might see Rikishi pop up and maybe all these other, you know, Hall of Famers come come in and say something. That would be nice if it happens. But uh, real quick, if we had to speculate and say that was true, what do you think would be the catalyst for that to happen? For everyone to come out? Yeah, like I... what would be the, I guess, the thing to start that? Like what would have to happen for that? that to happen for I think Solo would have to molly whop the shit out of Roman and kind of leave him in a state of like he needs to be taken out on like a stretcher or something and everyone's like yo that was so disrespectful you don't do that cheat. I think it would have to be like Solo really like laying into Roman like I'm not scared of you you're not the head you're nothing to me you're light work that's a good that's a good theory I think it would, like you said, you know, him, um, them bringing out Rikishi and the elders. I think for that to happen, Roman would have to probably attack one of the elders for that to happen. Like, mm. all the stuff that's been going on between the bloodline, between Roman, between the Usos, between Solo, even though they still fight, they still see it as, you know, like they're siblings. They're just, you know, that's just how they are. Because otherwise, you know, Jay wouldn't, Jimmy wouldn't be trying to, you know, get back in Roman's good graces. You know, that's just how family is. Family's going to fight, but family sticks together. But when you lay your hand on, like, your elders, they see it as a sign of disrespect. And one, I can see either Roman having his dad, you know, talk to him about his progress and success and saying that he's lost the way of the Samoan and attacking his father. And then that brings on the other elders like Rikishi, The Rock, and... You know, the story can go from there. Or if Rikishi is the one to come out and confront Roman, you know, it's one thing to attack his brother, but then you attack Solo's dad, then it's like, all right, now you cross the line, and now I got to put you in your place. There's something I mean, about that, though. I mean, like, but it would be one of those things where if you attack Rikishi, you affect three members of the bloodline. Exactly. But then where does Cody fit in? <laughs> he just pops up. <laughs> Cody's Pops like, up, uses his privilege. Cody's like, you know what? Y'all got rid of my dad. This ain't happened to somebody else's father. And that's how he <laughs> that's how he decides to get into the storyline. Jesus. Like, this is for Dusty. Like, this had nothing Protect to do with your you, bats. <laughs> my dad was the son of a plumber. <laughs> bro, what they gotta do with right now? Nothing. <laughs> but I'm here right now. Finish the story. Mm. It could happen. Like, let's just say that did happen. Or either way, all of this, either one of them happening. I feel like the only way I do agree, somebody gets attacked. Either Solo attacks Roman or Roman attacks the dad. But I feel like for Cody to get involved, he would have to win the Royal Rumble. And that will be the only way to shoehorn him into this story. Ooh, I just thought of an idea. And they only do this but so often, but what if instead of having the winner of the main event go on to fight WrestleMania, they 
fight at WrestleMania, they put both champs in the Royal Rumble, and whoever is the champ at the end, whoever survives at the end is the champion. Hmm. Yeah, that, that hasn't been done. When was the last time that happened? Roman was the champ, and then Triple H won the Royal Rumble, and uh, the Roman wasn't the champ. I think the belt was vacant, and Roman was about to win, and then Triple H eliminated him. Hmm. And Triple H is in charge of creative, and Roman's the champion, so that you can play that storyline into there too. I want to see Triple H, low key. I want to see Triple H in the ring, not wrestling, but just I want him to be a mouthpiece for somebody and just be a villain. Hmm. Even if it was like a Survivor Series type situation, maybe he could manage Melo when he comes to SmackDown or Raw. That would be great. I wonder how people would react if uh, Triple H came out one day while Roman Reigns was in a match and just gave him the pedigree and cost him the belt. <laughs> Yo, fans would be confused. Because, <laughs> like, you got, you got what? Uh, attacked by Cody. You got attacked by Owens. You got attacked by your family. Uh, Sami Zayn, every single wrestler. But Triple H's pedigree and your reign. I mean, I'll be with it. Personally, I feel like fans would be pissed, but I'll be with them. Mm. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> so Triple H can't wrestle, but he can pedigree? <clears throat> WTF. Alrighty. The last match. It is late. We gotta go. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, Siri, I swear to God, I'm gonna fight you, bro. Uh, Sami Zayn versus JD... The same Zane match. I'm tired. Okay, real quick. Pat, you you got something you want to say about this mm-hmm. Sami Zayn thing real quick? Yeah. Um. It, for those of you who don't know, Sami Zayn cut a promo against Judgment Day, uh, I want to say a week ago, and it was probably one of his best, most heartfelt promos that he's done probably in his whole entire career. And there were some fans on the internet who were kind of like, upset by the promo because they were like, oh, you're talking about, we know you're talking about Palestine. We know that, you know, you have a certain, uh, you, you have a lot to say about the topic and you should leave politics out of wrestling. First of all, regardless of how you, I'll, I'm I'm saying this on my behalf, this isn't part of the podcast, but if you have a certain feeling towards people who want to speak on behalf of those who are oppressed, there's something wrong with you. There are people over there who are losing their lives. Kids are losing their lives. Women's, women are losing their lives. And, and you're like, oh, there's no time for politics. There's always a time for it when it comes to humanity and people in general. So that's uh, number one. Number two, we are talking about a whole entire organization, company, sport that thrived itself on good old USA. Like Hulk Hogan's character was about the American dream. So was the American dream. Uh, America has always been made of like the good guy when it comes to wrestling and any other country you're supposed to boo. And we've been fine for this for years. And now all of a sudden, oh, we can't talk about politics. We have a tribute to the troops every single year, but we can't talk about politics. Mm-hmm. Like y'all have got to stop being hypocrites and just admit you want people of color, of any type of, non uh white descent to just stay in their place. 
and you're just mad that it's not happening anymore. So that's all I really had to say about the topic. Um, I stand by Zami Zayn, and if you got a problem with that, well, you know where to find me. Um, I also want to add to that. To be fair, he never not once said anything about politics. Nothing political. Nope, not at all. Now, I get why you say, you know, it's political. I get it. But to be fair, he never not once said anything about it. I just went there. And a lot of times, a lot of you type of people, and this isn't race specific. This isn't race specific at all. But you type of people who say these type of things often say the quiet part out loud. You all had that on your mind. You all saw who he was and put that in there. Why couldn't he just be a good guy that was trying to stand against a bunch of bullies who do nothing but bully people? You all made it that because you all feel some type of way. You all quite often put a lot of your projections onto people and it ain't true. You all made it political because that's your lifestyle. That's your personality. In the words of the good sis Ray, go touch some grass. You neck beards. Mm-hmm. Um, ha- would you like to talk about the match or if you don't want to? Which match are we talking about again? The Sami Zayn and the JD Mc- McDonald. I don't know if that's yeah. what I said. Look. <laughs> that's all I got to really say about it. It, was, it wasn't really anything that was like, to me, could should have been in the card. Mm. They could have did better for Sammy. I get why they had the matchup, but to me, JD is just, he's just there. Like, he's supposed to be the guy that's supposed to be the, the newest member of Judgment Day, or at least is trying to get in Judgment Day, but he just seems like he's basically uh, a variant of uh, what you call it, Austin Theory. Yo, not a variant. But if you think hmm. about it, they're the exact same way. They've been built up to be bigger than they what they are. They constantly lose. They're made to be a joke, and like no one really cares about them at all. Like maybe they should be a tag team. Alrighty, well, honestly, that is the last match. Um, overall, I feel like everyone enjoyed Crown Jewels, which is amazing. Um, and honestly, I think that was everything that we wanted to talk about today. Any last comments that y'all want to say? Um, go on. Go ahead, Pat. Now go there ahead. you go. Now go ahead. I was just going to say, I know we got three weeks until the date, but I'm paying attention to y'all for Thanksgiving. And if y'all got dry ass mac and cheese, if you put raisins in your potato salad, if your turkey looks like my wall, I'm coming for you. This is the one hot time of the year. Thankfully, I don't cook. My wife cooks for Thanksgiving. But I look forward to it because I look forward to tasting the yams. No pause. I look forward to the chicken. I look forward to the turkey, the mac and cheese. I need my mac and cheese to sound like oh, yeah. I just got the kids for the weekend. I need my stuff. Oh, my God. I need it all. And I'm so sick and tired. I'm so sick and tired 
of seeing these dry ass recipes on my timeline. Thanksgiving is coming. Do better. And if you need to do better, then check out my ebook, The Simple Things. Link is in my Instagram bio. I'll post it uh, on uh, the YouTube page, on the Instagram page, the TikTok page. Make sure you get that book and learn how to cook. That nigga said, make it moist. Moist. Uh, Duck, any last words? Nah, I'm with him, bro. Like, you gotta make that thing moist, yo. That mac and cheese need to be cheesing. That, you know what I'm saying? Like, I shouldn't be able to eat. I don't want to eat your turkey and that shit get stuck in my throat because it's too dry. Pause. I got to eat my turkey with a glass of water, bro. Like, that's crazy. Rather than a Popeye's biscuit out here. I like a mug. Ten of them back to back. But, um, I just realized I ain't never tell y'all the issue with my room at Vegas, bro. No Bro, I got a video. I'm going to send it to y'all. But I'm going to just say, bro, somebody skeeted on a picture, bro. And I don't appreciate oh, that. Yo. Wait, what? Somebody left skeet on one of the damn paintings, bro. Did you, Whoever... did you get a discount? Hey, bro, I forgot to send it to him. I didn't realize this until late in the game. And I was like, somebody skeeted on this damn painting, bro. Oh, my God. Ew. I don't even want to know how that even happens. I don't know neither. But listen, how I know is that is because as as a nasty nigga, you you do nasty things. Oh I never God. skied it on paint. I never skied on a painting, but I know what. Okay, this sounds so crazy. Never mind. All <laughs> I'm saying are... is, here we go again. Whoever left that in that room. On the 12th floor, room 421 of the Not MGM Grand. You's a nasty motherfucker, yo. <laughs> you nasty as shit. Oh, my God. And I wish you nothing but problems. No peace. Because <laughs> I was stressed out that whole weekend. Why didn't you say anything? Because I'm a nigga and I forget. No. Man, had you had told me that, we would have definitely made sure you got comped in that room. Bruh, I listen, I saw it and I was just like, I'll say something. But the whole weekend was like, like I'm gonna say something before I left. It just it just didn't happen. I was worried I was focusing on partying and things like that, man. But I got a video of it. I'll show you. That's crazy. Now, it could be, sure, heavy whipping cream from a Starbucks, whatever, but the way the pattern looks. I mean, the DNA analysis, like, nah, based off of my <laughs> calculations and my gadgets, this does not look like Starbucks whipped cream. It it didn't. Maybe I'm wrong. I said I was going to, listen, I'm, it ain't too late. Maybe I can get a free room. I'm, I'm, gonna send <sighs> I'm sorry. I, I'm going to send it to y'all on in the group. Okay. Um, I had a, a fuck em, but I'm just I'm Jesus. Um this has been uh, let me talk pod. Thank you for listening. Um please make sure if you stay at a hotel you check everything um and disinfect before you start touching stuff. Um like Pat said, you know, Thanksgiving, make sure you season in all your food. Everything needs to be seasoned. I don't care what you think. Oh, it does. Yes, it does. Um, make sure you're staying hydrated. 
Uh, and this has been the chef Pat Duck and Ray Day with the AK. Um, Remy Pledger out today, but that's okay because they will be back. They will make a way. <laughs> but have a good night, everyone. Be safe and thank you for tuning in. Makes love to his wife and gets that. Skate, 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 skate. <laughs> Sorry about that.